Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8 and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Ease, The Vanished Omens for Sega Master System. The Vanished Omens was released and published for the Sega Master System in October of 1988 by Nihon Falcom. This game was originally made for the PC-88 system in 1987 Mm. and by Masaya Hashimoto, the director, designer, and programmer of this game. Oh, so it's like a one-man kind of show almost? For the most part. He had help with the story and uh, the music. Well, the music was done by Yuzo Koshiro. Yeah, he's done some good stuff, too. Uh, Our listeners may remember his name in the ActRaiser episode. Yeah, and uh, also some also for Nihon Falcon, uh, the like Legacy of the Wizard, some other games that are in their other series are really good music as well. Definitely. Now, Ease was also ported to many other home computer systems, and then eventually for the TurboGrafx, the Sega Saturn, and mm-hmm. the PlayStation 2. Yeah. Now, this is, of course, the first in the Ease series. As many of you may know and or are guilty of, it is often mispronounced. Oh, man, I was always wise. As a kid, that's what we said. We, we, we were like, what the, what the heck is this? <laughs> yeah, I read online that uh, apparently some versions of this game did ship with an apostrophe on the cover. Oh, really? Okay. And therefore, I think that started mm. a lot of the mispronunciations here in the States. Mm, I see, I see. So, Nick, what kind of game is Ease, The Vanished Omens? Uh, well, it's a 2D overhead action RPG. I would agree. Now, you are... I've seen his name differently in uh, text and in when, what I played. Yeah. In my version, it was called Aaron. Yeah, in this one, it's Aaron. It should be should be Adol. A-D-O-L. And I guess in some version, it's Adol Christensen. By, yeah, in the, in the later games in the series, it's definitely Adol. So. so in the future ones, you play as the same character. Yes, yeah. Okay, excellent. Yeah, it's just a weird, I don't know, uh, localization error, I guess. And uh, you start this game with nothing. It is a standard RPG where you get a sword, a shield, and armor, and then work your way up the ranks of those things to get better versions of them. Yes. Now, you do actually start with one thing, or a thousand things. (laughs) And that is a thousand gold. Which is nice. It is very nice. And uh, we'll talk about how that's used here in just a moment. Because this game... uh, it's not really unique for its items or its weapons. Right, right. It's really for its combat system. Yeah, there's there are quite a few things that are uh, kind of not necessarily unique, but uh, unusual to this type of game. Well, you don't jump at all. Well, no. And yeah. that's pretty standard for most RPGs. Yeah, yeah. But you also don't attack, really. I mean, you don't have a standard attack button or a attack menu. Yeah, you just run into guys once you have your equipment equipped. So once you have a sword and you want to attack an enemy, you basically run into that enemy. Yeah, it's uh, there's no swinging around your sword in this one. No, and it's a strange mechanic because it takes a long time, maybe you never will, uh, <laughs> to figure out you know, where you're trying to hit the enemy to do the most damage uh, yeah. to him and the least to you. Yeah, in general, it's like, 
the farther off center you are kind of the better you are like you just want to i've found that you barely clip the edge of their sprite with yours it seems to work out the best for your favor now did you notice any difference doing that uh on the bottom edge of their sprite or the top edge was there any difference um I'm I'm not sure exactly. Uh, some of them, I mean, I didn't really have that many problems with them because, like, a lot of these enemies, like, if you try to mess with them ahead of time, if you're not higher level, you're just not doing anything, so. No, and then once you are high enough level, you pretty much steamroll most of them. Yeah, you can just bounce. You don't even have to go off center sometimes. The enemies just won't be able to hurt you. Now, I tried to do it from the top most of the time. I would like to be on a parallel path with them. Mm-hmm. And then try to hit them in the topmost area. I don't know why. I just seem to have more luck that way. I um, I mean, at least in the manual, it advises you. It's like try to hit them where you your sword would be. Um, but so in certain uh, occasions where I'd be kind of go counterclockwise around guys or hitting them where I'm like my right edge, so to speak, relative to my guy. But so maybe that would work with the uh, top or hitting them with your bottom part. Right now, you can also hit them when they're moving vertically. Uh, and it's, it works the exact same way. You just want to be off center again. Yeah. But you can also hit them when they're not facing you. And, and that just hits. Yeah. That's, that's a straight hit. And if you hit them on the side or the back, yep, that will be yep. just damage. And there will be no damage given to you. You know, this type of combat is somewhat similar to a certain other games. Like, I'm not sure if Hydalide came out first. I know I had played it. And it, on, at least on the NES, mm-hmm. it's famously not that good. So, But I remembered that type of, you know, just Russian attack type stuff. Right. Uh, you had... Slightly mentioned it being similar to Joust uh, before we played it. Maybe that was the carrot you dangled in front of me to play it. <laughs> but uh, it's definitely not not as precise as Joust no, Well, is. I mean, and you're not 2D. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you're not jumping. There's, right. you know, it's a... It is a... It's a much sloppier system. I mean, there is uh, between at least 25% of that sprite. I have no clue what I'm what amount of damage I'm going to do I see. Okay. When, I, when I overlap. I got you. Um I don't know. I think it's just, it's like a more, eh, for lack of a better word, running gunny. Like there's a lot more things coming at you in general. So, and it's definitely a lot more fast paced. Yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, I think the greatest part of this control scheme Mm -hmm. is the fact that it allows you to do combat and exploration with one hand. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So you can be drinking, snacking, whatever you want with your other hand. Uh, It's almost as if we had gotten that fabled Japanese one-handed controller that was shown Nintendo Power so so many moons ago. Was it the Gizmo? I think Uh, something like that. I wanted it so bad. I I was just thinking about it the other day. Me too. Now, in this game, you may not be able to jump and you may not be able to uh, hit an attack button, but like but like most RPGs, you do have health. But this is not like most RPGs in that you don't have to go to an inn. You don't have to sleep to regain that health. All you have to do is stand around. Yeah, you'll just start healing, you know, relatively slowly, but it doesn't really matter at first. Later in the game, there'll be some waiting involved, but... uh, No, there will be a lot of waiting involved on my part. Yeah. But But, yeah, you just heal wherever you are. And uh, Well, I mean, was it just in the tower where you can't heal? No, also in the palace. Okay, yeah. And possibly the cave. Oh, yeah, yeah. But anytime you're outside, Mm -hmm. heal away. Now, you do get more health as the game progresses, and you get that when you level up. Yeah, and you collect experience like uh, most uh, RPGs just by killing monsters, but you can get some for doing certain kind of like story goals and things. I did notice that. So when you go up a level, you your overall health does bump up a little bit, and uh, by level 10, you will have the entire health bar filled. Yes. Now, there are no lives in this game. Uh, one death, and the game is over. But... There are five 
very generous save slots. Yeah, and I mean, you can save anywhere, anytime. And you should. Oh, yeah. This game, (laughs) uh, you know, you should totally abuse this in the classic Doom style. Yeah, yeah. Every room you enter should be a new save. Man, uh, this blew me away when I played as a kid. I was like, if you can save, why why can't every game do this? Like, I was furious at other games for not letting you just save whenever. Like, (laughs) And this is not a save that starts you back at the beginning of the level or even at the doorway of that room. It is literally right where you saved it. Yeah, wherever you want. The power is yours. Now, as we mentioned, there is uh, money in the game represented as gold pieces. Mm Mm-hmm. And you start with a thousand, and then you can also get money by selling select items that you find. Yeah, and then also, of course, from killing monsters, as as you would expect. Now, this money is used to buy some items and some equipment. Yeah, you, I mean, you find other stuff too. You find a lot of it. That is true. Now, this game has a few different menus you will be using uh, when you pause. I think the second most used one would be your status screen. Yeah, yeah, checking your XP and stuff. Yeah, well, it shows you your level, your strength, and your defense. And now those numbers go up with your level and Mm -hmm. with the equipment you have. Yeah, double progression. And then it will also show you uh, what items you have equipped. And then there's a whole other screen, though, that is just for your equipment. Yeah, your inventory type stuff. Yeah, and you can choose what to be wearing on that screen. Uh, There is also a menu to read books. Not very useful for most of the game. No, no. <laughs> to save and load. So yeah. that's how you get in and out of that save and load, which is a, which is in the pause menu. Yeah. I mean, that makes it uh, very easy to, you know, definitely have a place to start from. Doesn't mean you're going to make it through the room <laughs> very easily, but at least you can easily set up your starting area. Oh, for sure. But yeah, the save load feature of this game is light years, light years ahead of the competition. It, yeah, it's awesome. As we mentioned, there are five of each set of mm-hmm. shield, sword, armor. And, you know, we're not going to get into those because each one just gets slightly stronger. Yeah, there's than not the a, one before. There's very little difference. I mean, I mean, there's difference numerically, but that's it. They all perform exactly the same. So we're going to spend a little more time talking about the items. And, but again, I think we might go into more detail once we use them in sure, the game. Sure, sure. Now, of course, uh, part of the storyline is that there are... A multitude of books you must find. Yeah, the six books of ease. And those show up in your inventory, but you cannot read them. You must find someone out and about. They'll be able to translate what you've got on you. Mm-hmm. So not as important in the inventory. Right. Definitely more important are uh, your keys. And you get quite a few of them. Yeah. In fact, I got so many keys, um, I didn't really even know when I was using those keys. Yeah, I mean, you just yeah, you don't have to equip them or select them, so they just doors open for you, or they don't. Right. Now, more interestingly, there are some items that are little assist or story items. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those are Miss Sarah's crystal, and you'll get that real early in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, that's what lets you get the the books, right? Like yeah, after well, the battles. That's what lets you start start your mission. I think that's how you get in your first. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, If you don't have it, that chick won't give you the key. So first yeah, key, are. pretty much. Uh, yeah. You can get a seed for the Rhoda tree, one of those big, goofy trees out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, a few of the larger trees. Oh, wait, that's where you get the sword, right? Yeah. I did, I did get the sword from a okay. tree. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You got, yeah, that's the big one you want is the sword, of Definitely. course. Uh, there are bells you'll find, silver bells. I don't remember what they do at all. It's just it's another get this for me mm. quest thing. There is a harmonica you must find in one dungeon and then take to a lady in the first town. Yep. She will play a nice little song for you. Yeah. 
Thanks, lady. I think she does something else for you later in the game. Yeah, yeah. She shows up again at the end. But, the you know, tower, the but... song, it's worth it for the song. Yeah, I mean, it's all, yeah. Agreed. You'll find a, a rod in the end of the game. And I really didn't know what I was doing with it either. It just, I, yeah, it unlocks something or does, you know, most of those type of items are basically glorified keys or just, you know, you're getting this done. Now what? you can do something. And that's the same thing for the idol you get in the tower as well. I think so, yeah. From Doggy? Doji? Oh, Doji? Doji? I think it's Doji, but I'm not sure. It's uh, He shows up uh, throughout the other games as well. So oh. he's actually like a series character. Now, and you my favorite thing to get was the monocle. Yeah, the monocle is pretty sweet. Uh, it allows you to read the books eventually. Yeah, so then you can read them on your own. And... Yeah, luckily that happens in the last half an hour of your playtime. Yeah. So, Although it, that does let you read the last three books. Like, you'll get the first three translated. Yeah. Now, let's get into the more useful section here. Yeah. These, and that is the Mask of Eyes. Yeah, this is a cool item that, it, you know, the screen goes black and white and you can see hidden doors. I think you have to use it twice. Yeah, that's it. I wish there would have been some neat hidden stuff anywhere else, but, meh, take mm -hmm. what I can get. But also when you're wearing it, uh, enemies become invisible. Yeah. So and, watch out. And people, too, so you can't see. Like, they're still there. <laughs> I know. I found that very confusing at one point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you'll also get a blue necklace, and that's like an amulet. You'll need that to get through an area once again. Mm -hmm. and, and that also lets you wear the evil ring. You will wear this along with a crazy ring in the future. Or maybe you won't wear it with the ring, and you'll get really pissed off when you lose <laughs> a bunch of progress like I did. Oh, it's yeah. What does this ring do? Oh, we'll get to it. It got me. Me too. Now, the final <laughs> one of these items is the hammer. Yeah, you'll use it once. Oh, yes, you will. We'll get into that. <laughs> I had to text Nick about that one. Ugh. And uh, these are a lot more fun. These are your valuable items, the things you can find and sell. Mm -hmm. You've got a ruby. Yep. I think that's the first one you find. Yeah. Well, and, there's the sapphire ring as well. That's... And they're both worth over a thousand. So this is yeah. some great way to turn around, turn these in for money that you can definitely use to buy some early items. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got a necklace like we talked about. And yeah. a golden vase. And you, yeah, you sell but these to... The golden vase is named something else in the game. It's a pedestal. Yeah. It's a pet, yeah, and it's funny because the guy, um, you know, there's like a merchant in the town, and he's like, if you say you want to sell things, he's like, we buy rubies, pedestals, and necklaces, or it's like a very specific list of the items you can find. Right. Now, there are other items you can buy that you then use. Those are the potion, the heal mm -hmm. potion. Now, you can find those in dungeons also. Yeah. And if you find one in a chest and you already have one, you just use the one you find. Yeah. Instantly. So. It's, I mean, whatever. You can only hold one at a time, so it, they lose their value pretty quick after you get certain other items. Oh, definitely. Now, you also get the wing, and uh, I guess that warps you to I th somewhere? I, I'm guessing back to the first town. I never got one or used it. I kind of wish I had. I did with certain ones where I was like, wait, I have to walk out of the dungeon? Like, you can't just warp out? <laughs> right. And then oh. all the way back to the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had that. <laughs> and then there's the mirror. Yeah, I had a mirror. I, I guess I found it somewhere. I don't remember buying one. What do you do with it? Um, I mean, I tried equipping it a lot of times. It, uh, if you use it, uh, as per the manual, it like it's supposed to freeze enemies on the screen. But I never used it. And if you use it too much, there's a chance it can break. I, I was using it on accident a bunch where I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. This doesn't seem to do anything. And then when I was reading in the manual, I was like, oh. but I used it in a lot of places where I was like, I know something's supposed to happen in this room or in this area or this thing. Maybe right. I need to be using the mirror to make it appear. Yeah, it's just it's not it's not even a story thing. It's just an optional tactical item. All right. Well, fair enough. 
Now, I guess the uh, last thing we should talk about is the actual useful pieces of equipment, <laughs> and those are the rings. Yeah, you get a, a selection of like of a few magic rings. And then the first one you get is which one? Uh, well, I think chronologically you get the the ring mail first, which is a kind of a pun joke. Is that the first one you get? I think you find it in the dungeon, and then you oh, get the no, power ring that. when you take that silver bell back to that guy. No, that's right. You find them both very quick in uh, procession. Yeah, like at the very beginning. Because I, I only used it for like a second. And then I never used the power ring. The power ring, really? Yeah. I, it was like the, I use it almost entirely. Oh, I only use the ring mail. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, it's not because I didn't think it was good, but I was like, I so, don't want the power. But... To describe the ring mail doubles your defense yeah which you might say hey that's armor but it's a ring it's it's like a joke i guess or a bad translation i don't know but nick's favorite the power ring did the opposite it doubles your attack yeah and uh which can be handy they're both very useful it wasn't like uh i don't look down at the ring mail at all Uh, no but do you look down at any of the other rings? Maybe the timer ring. Um, I use this a lot at the end. It's so did I. It's Once almost I required. Really man. figured out how good it was. Uh, wasn't towards the very end of the game. Well, the, the enemies move so fast. Uh, and the bosses to be able to use on some of those final bosses. And what the timer ring does is it slows down the enemies, the bosses, and their projectiles. It does slow down the bosses after all. I, I didn't seem to notice much difference, so I always used the power ring. But I mean, I. I don't doubt it. I just, that's what I was rolling with when I was fighting. So it seemed to slow them down for me. Okay. I, I definitely felt like I noticed it at the insect thing. Yeah. Pregmanus guy. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll, oh, yeah, we'll get yeah. there. Yeah. Now there are two more rings you can get. Oh, well, there's the, uh, the healing ring, which, uh, when you equip it, it just lets you heal no matter where you are, just like you're outside. And, uh, I used this one a ton. Oh yeah. You're at the uh, end. Yeah. I mean, it's the only way to get your life back, so you got to so do it. Sometimes you know? you're using it after you kill one enemy, hide in the corner of a room, yeah, fill back up. Well, and it's funny, too, because it's, if this is at the end and the enemies are super fast and you have to take off your time ring, so then you can see where you're like, oh, crap, they're like barreling towards you, and you're like, got to switch off the heal ring so I can fight them or get away. It's pretty fun. And, and then, of course, is the evil ring. Oh, yes, the evil ring. And uh, if you're curious what the evil ring does, just slip it on. And find out. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't do that. No. Nope. I did. And I was really sad because I lost about 10 minutes worth of progress through uh, some really hard rooms. Yeah. It'll just kill you instantly unless you're wearing the uh, blue necklace. Right. And you'll need to do this at a couple points in the very end of the game. Yeah, I just happened, the first time that I had to use the evil ring, I just happened to have the necklace on anyways, so I didn't notice it until later. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll get out this evil ring. It was like, I was like what? what? <laughs> like, no, but I had just saved it when it happened to me. So, Well, uh, after that, I made sure I saved at every single room I went into in the final, Pretty, I mean, final room. It's, it, you might as well. They're free. They are free, and you'll get used to that uh, series of button presses. It'll be like second nature. <laughs> yeah. So, Nick, this is a pretty old game, <laughs> and uh, but it is an RPG. So I'm, I I don't know which way this is gonna go. Does this game have a pretty decent manual? Um, yeah, it's decent. Uh, this is a you know this is a master system. So I mean it's pretty big. You got thirty pages. Uh, oh, that's nice. Yeah, and it's uh, but you know it's Sega, so it's all blue and white. Oh yeah. And uh, you do have some screenshots in there, a lot of them, but there's not really much drawn artwork. Uh, there's some enemy stuff at the end that's pretty decent. It's nothing great though, and. It mostly just, you know, explains stuff that we did already. Um, you know, you have a story section where, you know, you're Aaron or Adol, depending on 
you know which version of you're playing but you're shipwrecked on the island of Easteria, and basically this seer sarah wants you to gather the six books of wise to defeat or i'm sorry ease <laughs> to uh, defeat the dark dict yeah yeah this is the evil guy even though in the in this version of the game it's uh localized as dulk dict so it's kind of a tongue twister it, i can see that but yeah, um, it explains the combat and stuff. Um, one of the things I did note that I thought it was good that they described that there's a metallic clink if you're hitting something where you're not going to be doing damage. Like you can kind of sort out like, you know, there's different sounds for just bouncing off them as opposed to actually hurting them. Right. Which is nice. And uh, yeah, and you just get like an item section and, you know, there's a few items that you get you can actually use like the wing, the potion, you know, I didn't really use a lot of these at all uh, I, I use it never or at least not the wing i did use the potion once yeah yeah in and boss fight you know in the mask of mask of eyes but now was there a enemy section there there is but um i mean the oh. artwork looks good but it's kind of hard to tell the difference between the enemies some of them i could tell what they were mm -hmm. and i'm like oh that's uh that's one of these guys but so i tried to write those down but some of them I'm like that could be anything it's just a guy with a sword, like, I don't know. Yeah, I can I can see that. A lot of generic uh, fantasy-style enemies in the game, for sure. And uh, it does come with a map of the first two levels of the palace. Okay. Um, in it, which is nice. And uh, there's a hint section, and uh, with some, you know, pretty generic hints. But it does say, silver armor is very expensive. You may be able to find some. So that's kind of a hint of, you know, don't waste your time and money. You will get there, but uh, spoilers, you, you can get it for free. Oh, I didn't know that. I knew you could get the shield for free. Oh, yeah. I didn't know about the armor. And the sword, too. Like You can get all the silver stuff for free. Oh, well, there you oh. go. <laughs> well, okay, anyways, uh, it does have a two-page notes section as well. Oh, well, fantastic. And and that's it. <laughs> there are a few secrets in the game that I feel like you could write down in there. Yeah, I mean. Oh, I'll, I'll give it to them. Yeah, all right, all right. Well, Nick, what was your personal history with this game? Uh, well, uh, I had a close friend who um, owned this game. so On I, the Master System? Yeah, and I had played it with him. Uh, we never beat it or anything. I just remember putzing around with it. And at the time, I was like, this is not Zelda, so I don't like it. Uh, you know, right. I kind of, yeah. But uh, then years ago, I um, owned and beat it on the Wii Virtual Console. And, I, you know, I wanted to go back and check it out, and I really liked it. Yeah, now, you played that as the, the Sega Master System port? Uh, well, I did not realize it, but it was, was the uh, Turbo Graphics version. So that was kind of what I was like, yeah, let's play this game. It'll be real fun. I remember it being, you know, have these various opinions that, you know, I, I still like this game, but it's a lot rougher around the edges than the version I was thinking of in my mind. Right. Well, uh, my personal history is uh, nothing. Right. I have uh, never played this game, and I am only vaguely aware of what the Ease games even are. Uh, I've never played uh, any of them. Right. Uh, and I think until about a year ago, I referred to it as the wise games. So, yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I'm fairly ignorant all around. You no, know, it's one of those words where, or quote unquote words, names, I guess. But, you know, I'm like, I saw it a lot, but I rarely actually had to say it out loud. So right. when the time comes, you're like, <laughs> now more recent experience, uh, was that you told me that this would probably be a pretty short game we could get through and maybe even uh, double up to get ahead. <laughs> and that was a total lie. Uh, while this may be a short episode to record, this was not a short game to play. Um, yeah, not by a... any stretch of the imagination. So I played this game about an hour or two for literally five nights. Okay. Just slowly moving forward. I, I didn't really want to use a walkthrough. Right, right. Uh, I used a map. 
and yeah. the map I used uh, was not very specific. Yeah, they're relative. And in some ways, it, it did cause more confusion than it was worth. Uh, but I'm glad I did, and I did check some FAQs every once in a while because there are some very obtuse things that happen in this game. Some of the things, yeah, I am. I don't know where. Uh, most of them I was able to find because I always try to look for. Even if I already yeah. know what I'm supposed to do, I'm like, where there do you are, find this? There out? are clues. People will tell you, but man, it's it's not it's not, not as, specific enough. It's not it's not as bad as like Simon's Quest, say. Well, nothing or, is. But yeah. um, no. Uh, but otherwise, you know, I would just pretty much move forward in the game till I got stuck. Mm-hmm. At which point, I would then grind until I was too tired and then went to bed. Yeah. Trying to get to a point where I could start the next day ahead of the curve. Right, right. Yeah, I played it about in five chunks, all of about, I mean, a total of about eight hours, I would say. Okay, so similar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first two nights I was like, I was kind of put off because I was like, I don't remember this being this hard. You know, I would like get to a grinding chunk, get that out of the way, and then take a break. Yeah, I think that's when I text you, hey, how long did you say this game was? (laughs) Well, let's go straight into general chat time. Yes. So, you know, you said this game would not be too long. And it wouldn't be if you didn't have to grind so much. There are a couple, yeah. There was like three or four separate points where I was like, I have to grind for like 10 minutes. Like, Oh, 10 minutes, that's all? I mean, well, per level. Sometimes if I was leveling up one time, uh, this was at the, I'm trying to think. When I was leveling up to like level five, I think was like 15 minutes where I was just like, God, this... What about the 5 to 8 chunk? Uh, that's where I found it to speed up more because the enemies were worth so much more... Yeah, well, it depends uh, on where you go. now. Relatively. I had... I, I will talk about it when we get there. I did find a couple places to kind of game the system, per se. Mm. And so, therefore, I'm not gonna, I'm not really sure how long I was doing it because I, my mind and uh, body were in another dimension. Yeah, I was watching right. TV or doing yeah. something else while the physical action was taking place. Otherwise, this game has a lot of really nice things going on with it. I really like the one-handed gameplay. Yeah, yeah. I actually kind of dig the story. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing crazy, but uh, it's it's like well done, kind of. Like, um, for the weird, like, dulk-decked, you know, names, I was like, the actual uh, conversations you have with townspeople, I was like, these seem logical and yeah, it wasn't, poignant. Like, it wasn't cheesy or over-the-top. Yeah, it was just, it was pretty well localized, I thought. Yeah, and the characters you ran across weren't like crazy stereotypes or just annoying. You know, I was actually like, oh, this was kind of interesting. You know, along those lines. And I did like in the towns when whenever you're you know going to building, you're talking to whoever. Like the the portraits you get up there are awesome looking. They're really good, like detailed, very, like, very large, and and just a high quality for especially a game of '88. My favorite, I think, was uh, in the bar. In yeah, the, in the first town. Yeah, what an awesome sprite. All those guys climbing over each other, you know, trying to talk to you and, and get some information. It is wonderful. Yeah, so I said it's also got a lot of really um, fun and really crisp sprites. Yeah, yeah, I like the the, the sprites are in, in a pretty good amount of color, like a lot of... Very, you know, very colorful. I mean, your main character is like red and blue, straight, you know, not dark red, dark blue. Well, and you get like more than one shade of each. You know what I mean? Like, right. it, like if you compare this to say Zelda, where your guys, you're your three colors, but here you're like, man, I got like five or six. You know, a little more detail, maybe. Well, not animated that well. But. Yeah, no, that is one of my gripes. The animations in this game are really hurting. I mean, you're only getting two frames, I yeah. think, on everything. I will give them props for giving your, your sprite modifies when you get a sword and a shield. It does, but it does like not that. change when your sword changes. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a big plus for me. 
Uh, and then the, my final note um, in this area is that I really did also like the enemy designs. Mm -hmm. Even though uh, you started seeing a lot of palette swaps towards the end of the game, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. things did get a little generic in their movement and in their behavior, uh, the visual design it was really good. You usually could tell what you were attacking, what you were fighting, yeah. you know, on that level. And they look... Uh... They're pretty distinct as well from each other to where, like, if I was describing something to most people, they would probably be able to get, even though these are pretty small sprites. Oh, yeah. And uh, the best of all is that at one point, there's literally just a alien's face hugger running around. <laughs> yeah, I do. One thing I do want to gripe about with this game falls into a trap that a lot of action RPGs do that really bothers me is that when you have a maximum level. Mm. because I feel like leveling up is like, okay, the, the, one of the real big benefits of it is that you're like, I'm having trouble, so I can just level up to get yeah. better. But here, it's like you, you have to get to a certain level. You can't even hurt certain guys. No, and uh, my biggest problem with that was that that level cap, story-wise, comes at about two-thirds into the game. Yeah, you'll get max level pretty highly, so then you get to this point where you're like, I don't even want to fight enemies. There's no point. I don't need money or XP anymore, and I can't do it to get better to make these parts easier. Yeah, I agree with you there 100%. I'll mention it more when we get there, but the pillar pathways outside the tower suck. Yeah. You know what I'm like? You mean the part where I zone out and forget if I am in the right spot or not? Why Why are they there? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, they don't really add anything. You can heal out there, I guess, but... I, I think you... it's there for healing in that one part with the uh, hammer. Yeah, I know. I, I just, uh, that's something where I was thinking about when, you know, and we will talk about it more. If you do a lot of backtracking up and down that tower, like that, like doubles the length and there's not even enemies out there. Like Now, there is a lot of backtracking in this game. And, you know, being a role-playing game of its time, I understand that, but it doesn't mean I have to like it. No, I mean, the, just those useless screens that you got to walk through that are too long. Like it just, it, it has a lot of sting to that, that I don't, I do not like. Well, you know, I don't like it either, but I feel like these folks at home, they need to learn more about the backtracking, mm -hmm. these long levels and those endless hallways of pillars. <laughs> yes. So let's go ahead and take this game level by level. Well, and since this is a role-playing game, of course, there's no way to do this level by level. Right. <laughs> so we're just going to have to kind of walk you through the story a little bit. Now, one yeah. thing we're not really going to dwell on is the enemies, uh, their names or what they are, because they're all crazy fantasy things. And you're never going to know unless you, I don't know, read a strategy yeah. guide for the remake or something. Well, there's a few that I, I could piece together. I'm like, okay, that's what this is from the manual. So I'll mention those as we come across them. But uh... but for the most part, the enemies in this game uh, exist in a way that if you get to an area before you're ready to go into it, they are brutally hard. Yeah, you will get slaughtered. And then if you are at the correct level, then it will be a fair fight. Mm -hmm. And then if you are one level ahead, then they are pushovers. Yeah. And you can literally just run right over them and they will die. Mince meat. So while they do offer a challenge, there's not a lot of uh, things they do differently. There's yeah. not a lot of patterns. There's not a lot of behavior or movement that I noticed. Uh, it's just like, uh, is the room big or are they in a hallway? These are the, the questions that will determine how you fight an enemy, not what it is, you know? Yeah. And then as you get further and further in the game, the enemies do get faster and faster. And I think that's <sighs> it's the only thing I noticed that made them harder. Yeah. Is uh, their speed. Yeah. And so you start the game with $1,000 in your pocket. And uh, which town is this? Uh, Mynia. Mynia. In the town of Mynia. Mynia, Mynia. I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but There's I'm a, going with Mynia. There is a lot to explore here, but um, I took the advice of someone on the internet. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, right off the bat, I went and bought a ring. Yeah, um, there's a bunch of clues to these little kind of item-based side quests, I guess. One of them, you know, if you go to the bar, the one-eyed guy, I think, is like, oh, I lost my sapphire ring. It was my mom's. And you you see one for sale for a 1,000 gold, and you've got a 1,000, so might as well. Yeah, because when you bring it back to the bar, he buys it off you for, I think, a 1,500? Yeah, so uh, it's easy money, but it's like, man, this guy's a chump. But uh, he could have just walked over and got it himself. But it's a good thing he didn't, because that gives you enough money to get some better equipment. Well, if you did not sell that ring, you would only be able to buy two pieces of starting equipment. Right, right. And with selling that, you can buy all three. Yeah, you need to get, uh, you know, from the weapon and armor shops, you need to get a sword, uh, some armor, and a shield. Now, one thing I didn't talk about earlier was that, and this isn't I'm not sure about, but... Do the first sets of armor change your walking speed? I'm not sure. I, I didn't notice it, but... Uh... I don't know if I was getting faster or I was just like in like um, a psychosis where <laughs> uh, I thought I was moving faster because I just gave up on how incredibly slow the main character of this game walks. Okay, okay. Um, I didn't uh, I didn't really notice it. Uh, I, I... I'm going to say it doesn't exist then, but man, <laughs> I, I think I willed it into happening because that is one thing I forgot to bring up, and that is how incredibly slow this dude walks around i didn't think it looked i don't know it didn't uh didn't strike me as slow but i guess I, for me it's when it's like hey re travel the world and go back to that the beginning yeah. town and it's like ah oh. well one thing too that's kind of weird is like if you think of you know you're moving around on this uh you know top down kind of map view right and but you have to get pretty close to the edge before it'll start scrolling up like you have mm. a big room where you can move around in the middle without it scrolling that it's, it's kind of neat, but I kind of don't like it because you have to get, you're so close to the edge and like enemies will pop up right away, you know? Yeah, for sure. Now you have to get all three of those pieces of equipment before you can go talk to Sarah. Yeah. I mean, you can talk to her ahead of time and she'll just tell you, be like, get equipped. So, mm-hmm. and come back. And when you do, um, now, she... and part of getting equipped is going to your equipment menu and then mm-hmm. moving a cursor over the equipment. Yeah, you have a picture, you equip it, but it kind of highlights it with a box or whatever. Um, that's familiar through the other uh, Ease games. If you do not equip that, it, you are going to have nothing on or the equipment you had before. Yes, it's, and it's no good. No, but once you are fully equipped, you talk to her, she gives you a thing. The crystal, the crystal. I think, yeah. And then you're off on your own. You can now explore the world. Yeah. The... In a deadly world it is in the beginning. <laughs> You need at least a level or two before any of these creatures in the open area uh, become a viable option. I found that uh, right around, if it doesn't do it right away when you talk to her, like you get some story XP that almost puts you at level two. So it's pretty quick to get to that level at least. Mm-hmm. But honestly, right out of the, the gate, you're going to want to level up to level three. And I found the best way to do that was to go fight the red guys. The, yeah, I believe those guys are oak rots. Oh, they're supposed to be wood. I think trees. so. From looking at the picture in the book, I was like, okay, kind of. And those dogs look like rebels. Stay away from those dogs. They will tear you up. Yeah, they're no good right now. Um, but the tree dudes or the red guys, they're really slow. So mm-hmm. you can usually uh, take them down. And they have more experience than the knights yeah. that are wandering the fields. Yeah, those blue. Yeah. Um, this is a good point, too. You can get the... Uh, we can f- go find that pedestal. Um yeah. The the shopkeeper tells you he's missing one, and then uh, there's a clue somewhere you can uh, you hear. It's, it's over a by lake. a lake, yeah. So and you'll you find just it and get walk it. up to the edge of the lake, and you get it. Yeah, there's like a conspicuous kind of corner, and if you go around there, it, I mean, it took me a couple tries, even though I knew where it was. I was like, how do I trigger this? But I mean, oh. I got it pretty easily. Oh, I I guess I just lucked into that spot. <laughs> I thought if you walked anywhere onto the edge of the lake, you got it. 
So that's a little extra money. Definitely. And that, that does help out because you are also going to want to buy any new equipment you can. You know, generally as soon as you can. Um, Although I did have a weird thing where I noticed on one of the maps I was using that the silver shield was in my near future. Oh, yeah. So therefore I just didn't buy the like the second level okay. of shield i skipped um i skipped some armor i can't remember it's like but that can come to bite you in the butt yeah. later on <laughs> it's, i found that did. one out yep Agreed. same here i skipped some things and i was like i don't it's not worth it in a lot of games you're like that way i'll have more money for something later but you won't need it at all so, so you might as well just use it now yeah and you definitely um spoiler alert want to have some armor that's not the silver armor right right towards the end of the game so just go ahead and get one of each. Yeah, I, I can't remember because I think, um, like, I got this gold pedestal right away, and then it was like, between that and my leftover money, I was able to afford, like, the second level uh, shield, I think. So I skipped the first one. Yeah. And then later, I skipped some armor. So, ugh, it was well, a ba bad move on my part. Anyways, you're supposed to be going to another town. Yeah, uh, town of Zepic. And when you get to Zepic, there's only a couple things you can do. Talk to the mayor. And yeah, he's like, "Hey, thieves came here. They stole our treasure." Yeah, he wants his uh, silver bell back that was taken. Yes, uh, and then there's another place with um, who's the guy in there? Well, the old Jiba, Jiba chick. Yeah, uh, and she can read the text of these ancient books. Yeah, if you come here before you have the crystal, though, she won't give you the time of day. No, but once she knows you're cool with Sarah, she's cool with you. Yeah, and she'll give you the temple key that you need to get to the palace. And you know what? If you uh, don't need any new equipment or armor, just go right onto that palace. You can head up there. Um... And this is Eric's first experience grinding pro tip place. Okay. So if you just enter the palace mm -hmm. and then leave, yeah. If you there's a guy right straight down from you. Yeah, yeah. So you can just leave, walk down, kill him. That's uh, that's kind of what go I was back doing into the too. palace. And rinse, repeat for hundreds of times. I did some uh, experimentation. Four hundred times in, uh, in several different spots because uh, I was like, "Well, um, what's the area with the best experience over time?" And mm -hmm. this seemed to be the best one where I would just kill that guy. Some, you know, there's a guy to the left that's not too far. I'd usually get those two and then just keep going back that's in. It. That's not worth it. That takes up more time. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but so here was my second one where I spent, yeah, like. 15 16 it's like just solid minutes just in the same spot just Doing killing these dudes like, same here man because i first i got to level four and i was like well i'm gonna check out uh maybe i can you know you can't even hurt the boss yet you have to be level five i could get there and i was like i mean you can barely hurt him but i tried to beat him and uh, like it's it was just too demanding i couldn't pull it off i wasn't that patient well okay you hopefully grind around the outside of this palace mm-hmm and you can also find there's like a thieves building out there where you meet some characters as well. But you don't get anything. No. Just some story. Yep. You definitely want to be at least level four, maybe level five, as you take the palace. Yeah. So it's... once you get in there, though, you'll notice you're no longer healing. Yeah. Bummer. But at least there's no enemies on the first floor. No. Um, just a bunch of statues. Although you can't find a ruby there that you can sell. That's another like 1,200 gold, too, which is... I, I hit that up as soon as I got here and then... You know, so I was able to get some decent equipment, but it still doesn't matter. The boss is tough. Yeah. So inside this palace, what do you find? Uh, well, the first thing, I mean, other than that ruby on the first floor is you just come to that boss who's like that green wizard and there's those fire uh, gates kind of. That's right. You get to fear first boss. Yeah. And uh, like you said, giant wizard in the middle and fire is shooting from each wall. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of the escape portion of Life Force where, you know, 
a pillar comes from both sides to meet in the middle. Yeah. Now it does the same thing with fire, although it does leave a, a very small gap most of the time yeah, for you to. It'll exist like in. retracts. You know, there's three of them right by each other, and so they're retracting while this wizard's teleporting around. And you want to run into him to hurt him, but sometimes he's over the fire. Yeah, but as long as you're patient, it's not hard at all. I mean, I I, have, I know you could do it at level four, but I. It just, you, I couldn't do enough damage to really, you know, it was like, I had to be damn good, like on, right. you know, and then I would get them by halfway or even more, but then it was like, I was just dead. Well, at level five, I mean, nothing, <laughs> not hard at all. I took some damage from those flames, but they weren't close to hurting me. To no, kill. they not, weren't hurt to killing me. In general, I found staying on the top, you know, I would just kind of duck down when I would see him appear okay. in, the, in the top center kind of. And I just stayed in the bottom middle. Okay. And then when he would kind of go towards the middle, run up. Run back down. Yeah. Destroyed. Because once he's destroyed, you have access to a new room. Is that right? Uh, Yeah. This is where, yeah, it lets you go up to the next level, I believe. Mm -hmm. To level two of the palace. And level two, it has the prison cells in it. Uh, Yeah, yeah. And in those prison cells, you're going to find a couple fun things. Uh, You will find that silver bell that was taken. Yeah, yeah. You're going to find a princess. Princess oh, yeah, Fina. Fina. Fina, yep. And then you're also going to find uh, an enemy. So don't go in that first cell. Oh, yeah. That guy sucks. Although you will, I think you need to get the key from the next level up to open those first time. I think this is another backtrack. You know what I mean? Mm. But it's only a floor. I think you're right. The prison key. Because it's like you, you get the prison key and then go back down. You can get those three so items. If you play this game like me, you're going to be cycling through the floors of a level many times. Yeah. <laughs> So I really have no clue where any of the keys I got were used because, man, I would just keep cycling through until I found something and then backtracking to where I hadn't been, had been, you know. Yeah, so you have to go to the third floor to get that prison key. Then -hmm. you can bring it back and rescue the princess, find the silver bell. But you, there's still more stuff to do on... uh, Eventually, although this is a good time... To leave. Now you can get the mask in that floor, the second floor as well, right? And then when you go back to the first floors where you can now unlock the chest that has the ring mail in it. Okay. And then you leave, and then if you go back to Zepic, you can give the bell to the mayor, and he gives you the power ring. So now you got some some chops. Right, because now this is when I did my second chunk of leveling. Mm -hmm. In the mines. Oh, you wouldn't have skipped up ahead to the mines. Okay. Not only did I skip ahead to the mines, I skipped ahead to the mines, snuck in, and I was just strong enough to knock back an enemy and get the healing ring. Oh, nice. Okay. So I had grabbed the healing ring and the Rhoda seed, I think. Mm-hmm. To get this, yeah. Although I wasn't smart enough to use it at that point. I oh. could have used it and had that sword to go in. Okay. Which would have been even cooler. Yeah, yeah. So you can totally break sequence that way. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I didn't understand what, what it was for yet, so yeah, I didn't I get to you. use the, the, the silver yeah, sword. Yeah, yeah. I did have the healing ring when I went back in to this uh, palace, which made it a breeze. This was the point where, okay, um, when I was grinding up, because I was like, all right, I'm going to grind up to like level eight. Yeah, there's, same here. Uh, I went up to the floor where you'll see those guys that look like those kind of gray and blue heads, zombie head looking big guys. Yes. And those were the dudes. I was like at one level where it had a good loop where there was like five or six of them. And I would just go through killing those guys over and over. They're worth like... I think like 50 XP or something. It was decent enough to where so it was pretty pretty quick. Was... I had tried to grind in the mines, but it's just too deadly. Mm-hmm. So I basically got that equipment, came back out to here, and then on that fourth floor of this uh, palace, I 
just kept fighting the same guy over and over again, the very first guy you encounter. Just outside of a door. Yeah, so you can leave, you know, come back out. He's there. It's literally walking straight up and then waiting for him to run to you. And then you run right. Boom. Sweet. Rinse, repeat. Gotcha. And, you know, if you can find something else to do during these times, the leveling isn't too bad. Just, yeah. just remember to save every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, this one, like, I would try to find certain areas where at least I'm going in a circle or something, you know. <laughs> but uh, although I will say that where I was grinding, you can actually, even though it's tough because the enemies are tough, you can skip ahead and get a silver shield before you uh, do the grinding, I guess. Um, it's uh, Because the silver shield is on the fourth It's just floor. up there in a chest, yeah. And you so can get it. But in this palace, there's also an ivory key and the marble key. Mm-hmm. Do you know when those are used? Just so later. <laughs> make sure you get them. You you definitely want to have all the keys. So get yeah, those mean, keys. Basically, eventually, if you don't have them, you'll run into some doors you can't open, and then you got to go key hunting. But uh, yeah, I usually seem to get them all before I needed them. So well, there's not a lot of hidden areas in these, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, levels. So as long as you do your exploring, your due diligence, you're going to find them all. The chests they stand out pretty well. Yeah. Now at the very top of this palace is your second boss yeah worm yeah it's a big serpent red looking thing kind of snaky and if you are level eight when you encounter him i i don't even know what it did like i'm not even sure what its attacks were it just like moves around the screen but you're so strong and by the time you get to it you just hit his like tail section right It, it tried to attack me it like went over me and then it was dead yeah, it's uh, you'll hit it just from it moving through you. It'll register so much damage that you. It's it's. I think it's the easiest one in the game. Oh, hands down. Because like I said, it literally took zero effort from my from me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I don't I th- I don't even know if I could have extended that fight any longer. Which yeah, it's uh, yeah yeah but it's 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 nice. It was a welcome uh you know respite after, you after know, all the grinding after all the grinding in this this horrible tower. So you did your grinding at the top, by the way, without that healing ring? Yeah, man. So you just have to run out after every... Yeah, it kind of sucks, but... Uh... Then it does suck. So next time, try to try to break. I, yeah, I didn't think about it. I should have. I it was hard, but it, saving, you know, often, I was able to well, sneak around. Well, not having to stop and go back whenever you need more well, I mean, life. Yeah, I mean... Saves well, you a lot of time as well. That's what I'm saying, is to get that ring, I had to save often to oh, sneak yeah, through man. the mines. You get that perfect run, man. Yeah, when you save every five feet... You can do that perfect run. Darn tootin'. But you don't need to. You know, Nick made it through this palace. And when you defeat Worm, you get the Book of Wise. Yeah, the first one. The first one. I'm not sure what all the names are. They all have their own little name, but Tova. I remember one, but that's Jetta. Or Yeah. Or, There's one with an H? There's the, yeah. I know. I just know the one that's named after the dude, Gemma, or whatever, Luther. Yeah. Where I'm like, hey, that's a mystery. Ah, well, anyhow. Now that you have the Silver Bell. And you've returned that. you got your power thing. Mm-hmm. You've beaten the very top of the palace, which yeah. means you've gotten a book. You've got the book, man. So now you can take that book to get translated. And the only person I know to translate it is in that second town. Oh, yeah, Jiba. They're the only one. Yeah, yeah Jiba. Yeah. Go there, and she will read that stuff for you. Yeah, and you're you're good to go. Um, it, it pretty much just points you... This is where you go to the mines now, yes. uh, normally. Normally. This would be yeah. time to mine. And the mines, um, one thing I like about them is their enemies are extra weird. Yeah, there's some weird, like, they look like, some of them look like the plant things. Uh, you get, like, a brain creature right off the bat? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of any brain creature. That's where you see the, like, invisible men-looking guys. You know what I'm talking about? Outlines? Oh, yeah, they're, they're kind of creepy. Those guys in the in the manual, I could see their picture, and I identified them. They were called Jellos, 
with a G, and uh, but they look like a humanoid uh, gelatinous cube, kind of, where you can see the eyes, and it was kind of neat, I thought. Oh, nice. But uh, yeah, if you head in here, and you'll see, this is where you can get, you get your timer ring, mm -hmm. and uh, which, you know, I didn't use a lot right away, but it became the main one by, you know, by the end, because uh, it'll slow everything down. Oh, yeah, and it's amazing. And then uh, I think you can get silver armor here. Uh, you get the Rota Seed. I don't know about that silver armor, but uh, you do get the Rota Seed, the Heal Ring, the Harmonicas in here. Uh, a key to the Doomed. Yeah, the, the Doomed Tower. <laughs> the uh, enemies in this mine are definitely a step up in speed from what you'd encountered in that palace. They're starting to, yeah, you're starting to see some faster guys. That's very true. They were like almost as fast as you, if not maybe a little on, on faster side. And the good news is, though, there is only one boss in this dungeon mm -hmm. is it really named birdo oh i'm not sure exactly i don't know see because there's this point in this one where you i mean you can leave halfway through you know like because i didn't go get the silver sword yet so i left and went and got that stuff this is when you can find out that uh i think i got the sword between the palace and the mine okay I didn't, yeah. So as soon as you could get that seed, I was like, I'm heading back out. And you get the harmonica. And this is where, if you go back to Sarah's place, you find out she's been murdered. Yeah. Can I you didn't, believe I it? didn't do it at this time. So I did not either. <laughs> it wasn't until later. Like, I was like, where's that second book? And then I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot to go check her out. There's a person in Zepic who gives you a message where they're like, she's in danger. Yeah. Well, you go check it out, and she's not, not in danger. She's dead. Danger yeah. has passed. Good news, though. She left one of the Book of Wise for you. Yeah. Ease. Ease. Damn yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so then this is where I went back to the mine. Now I get the heel ring. I got the key. And then I ground for another 10 minutes to max out my levels. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was only like six minutes here because... Uh, at the brains in the beginning? Um, I did it at the... Okay, I was at the boss. And I was like, at level nine, I'm going to try to... You know, I, at this point, I was just level nine. I hadn't even ground. I was like, I'm actually... Okay, grinding's done. And then yeah. it was like... I. The boss, uh, I don't know if it wouldn't let me hit him or he was just too tough at level nine. So No, it was too tough because I think I texted you at this point. Okay. <laughs> and I said, is there some sort of thing I need, some sort of item that I don't have to beat this boss? Like I thought maybe, you know, I needed a totem of feathery or oh, something. Oh, yeah. You know? No, it's just like you had to wait. But... No, at level nine, you literally cannot do damage to this guy. Yep. It is so obnoxious. It's uh, it's pretty rough. but uh... I, I found my perfect grinding deal for nine to ten. Uh -huh. was the three brains in the very beginning of the mine. Okay. Because you can enter the mine and do a loop around that room. You go up to the top, hit a brain, over to the left, hit a brain, and then on your way back to the outside, you get your third one. Nice. And they're 200 apiece. Yes, yeah. This is where you start getting the big the big paydays. Um, I was killing those, like, you know those little, like, night-looking guys? Mm -hmm. Kind of move around. And then there's the, these... The ones with the cape? Yeah, and then there's, like, these I bee, like that sprite a lot. bee people. Mm -hmm. I believe uh, they um, there's a cluster of them like the door that leads you to the boss mm -hmm. like right outside it there's a knight and then you know you go a little ways down a, um, a linear pathway to an area where there's another knight and then two of those bees pretty close by so I'd kill those three go down kill the other one and by the time I got back they I'd been far enough for the other guys to respawn and then you're at the boss and this boss you know, is the biggest pain in the ass until you are the right level, and then he's a pushover. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, he separates. Well, I've seen him called Birdo, mm -hmm. but he, like, turns into bats. There's, like, 16 of them or something, and they all kind of fly around, and you have to wait for him to kind of coalesce and reform, and that's when you can attack him. Yeah, it's like a bat version of the Mega Man boss, the Which... evil demon. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and it's uh, this is pretty interesting, I think, because you know they go on to kind of a grid pattern mm-hmm. when he separates after you hit him. So you, you kind of try to move somewhere where the bats aren't. Yeah. But then they'll do this like almost reshapes and then stops. Oh, the or fake out, man. It fakes you out. It's like it, it, it messes with you. I liked it, actually. It was, it was kind of fun. Uh, it was once I could finally hit it. You know, nothing more frustrating than watching someone else's playthrough. I was like, okay, I'm going to watch someone else fight this guy to see what to do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just right along the bottom. That should That should do it. I ran right along the bottom. Zero. Zero damage to him. A lot to me. I was like, what is this? Yeah. But like I said, you have to be level 10. And then once you are, you can take this guy down. No problem. Yeah. He's uh, he's cake, man. But you beat him and there's nowhere else to go but up. I mean, not in levels, but in height. That's right. It's time to go to the Tower of the Doomed. And you will find out about this tower when you go get your other book translated mm-hmm. you know someone's going to tell you that oh uh my son he runs that thieves guild yeah got the special in to opening that tower yeah yeah you, you go and talk to him and uh you know it's a good time to save keep a special slot outside because once you're in the tower you're not getting out so not at all and once you do get in that tower if you're anything like me you will soon have it memorized well you <laughs> You're going up and down several times, so it does take a... And if you're not really sure what you're doing, you're also going back and forth a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. You'll learn You'll yeah, You'll yeah. learn the layout pretty quick. Now, one thing that's also uh, funny to note is that uh, there are not that many great maps online of uh, these levels. Yeah. And Nick and I both did use the same map. Yeah. It is uh, one, you know, handily provided by smspower.org, so thank you very much. Yes, uh, helped a lot. It did, but it is a not very... Uh, it's like a relative map. map it's but... a little relative, and it's not very specific. So uh, I get, got confused up here a lot, just, uh, just from the map itself. I got you. But when you start this map, right away, you're given choices. And that's the whole point of this tower, is there are so many paths, so many forks in the road, and dead ends that you you really just have to explore. And it's weird, you know, a lot of these things where you'll be like, you know, from the very first level, you can fight your way down to this, like, prison area. Nothing. What what they do? But you'll be there later. Like you know, and there's a lot of things that seem like dead ends that are actually just part of the uh, something that uh, factors in uh, later down the line. Right. And because of that, I mean, there is really no way to tell you how to get through this area. Even if you look at the walkthroughs, they're very very hard to follow. No, uh, you just find your uh, yeah. I mean, it, the the tower's not that complicated so much that you can't figure it out. It's no. not undoable. It's just hard to describe. Yeah, so it's nice to look at what the like list of objectives are and then just start walking around. I mean, that's really all you can do. Yeah. I think this is uh, the first thing I have in here. You get your evil ring here towards the beginning, right? And the mirror. Oh, yeah, yeah. And a potion if you're feeling crazy. Getting wild. But, I mean, the first real notable thing is the, like, the teleport trap that you fall into, right? Well, even before that, you can use your um, mask of eyes to like see a secret room. Oh and yeah. Talk to a guy, get some more clues about the things you got to do. Mhm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you said, there is an area you start to walk through. There's three statues. They flash and boom, you're gone. You end up in those prison cells you talked about. Yeah, you wake up in there. Uh there's an old man in there. Uh and you are now missing all of your silver equipment. Yes, which uh I like it fits the theme because, you know, I mean we didn't really talk about it, but all these missing items people, you know, there's yeah. kind of a story where some people are blaming the thieves and they're like, "No, it it's, does, someone's taking all the silver stuff." It does fit the theme, but it does suck as well because you are now so pitiful amongst well, these really hard enemies. Especially if you skipped uh 
armor and or uh, shields. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where you're like, I don't have the next one in line. I'm two shields down now. Yeah, so that that's when I was like, Lord, I really have to be on it. And uh, I knew that, like, some guy was going to come rescue me, but I didn't know how to make it happen. I didn't know. I was just wandering around that room for and a while. It's not time. I can yeah. tell you that because I stood still for like five minutes and nothing happened. Nothing. It, you have to, I think it's a number of steps or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was just like wandering around. I was like, maybe if I'm, you know, poking around in certain areas in the wall, I don't know what it was. And then eventually a dude pops out, blows up a wall, rescues your butt. And I think he gives you some advice, tells you to go meet someone else. Yeah. 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 Uh, but he also gives you the necklace. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Which yeah. you need to be wearing next time you walk past those statues. Yeah, it'll get you through um, without having to be teleported back down. Now, one of the things we haven't mentioned here is that what Nick talked about earlier is that every time you go between levels in this tower, you are on the outside of it in this quote-unquote hallway or whatever that yeah. is lined with pillars. Yeah. And they're all the exact same. Exactly the same. They're all way too long. Yep. And they're all... So monotonous that you often miss your door. It's way too frequent, and I mean, there's just one door. You just keep walking either left or right, and you just keep going and going. And take about, I think there's about eight pillars. You know, it kind of represents you walking around the outside of a circular tower. But it doesn't do that very well. Thing. Well, and it's, it's like totally pointless. Like, there's no enemies. There's no challenge. It's just the worst kind of filler, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, if you can make it through the secret necklace zone... Then pretty soon after that, you'll find your silver sword again. Yes. So you know you're getting your equipment back, and that's cool. And you can, um, if you're feeling frisky, because this is around the area where you will fight your next boss, you can kind of skip past him and get your silver shield back. I did that. Yeah, I was like, I'm getting that ASAP. And it, <laughs> and it was very helpful. Yeah, because uh, this boss is this big uh, mantis thing. Yeah, and it throws out three little like sickle shaped blades yeah like boomerangy things they come out in a you know in a kind of a pattern where it's like he aims at you and one two three and they'll 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 come out and kind of hover for a second and then retract to him mm -hmm. so it's kind of easy you can lure him out on one side and then run in and just start like left and right like gutting him yeah i always try to kind of clip the corner that was always my boss tactic that yeah. if you clip the corner you're still going to hit him but you're not going to be in the danger zone as long but yeah this guy i thought was pretty easy as well i was able to beat Agreed. him no problem first time yep and uh then you can get uh, you get the hammer and uh your fourth ease book of ease one you cannot read not yet yes but oh man hold on to the hammer it's almost useful <laughs> yes so uh this hammer eventually you are going to find a room that has i guess quote poison gas in it but yes. basically all it means is your your life is dropping. Yeah, well, as soon as you walk in, you're, you'll start brrr, dropping down. And apparently the way to vent this gas is to use the hammer on a specific pillar. Yeah. Now, where is the hint for this one? Um, I know it's the fifth pillar to the east on the certain floor, right? Dogi? Does mm -hmm. he tell you? Someone See, in here tells you. I thought, I, I'm, my theory is that, you know how there's that door? You, you can make it there. Where your life is going down mm -hmm. to see the guy in there, ro Roba or whatever. Yeah. And my theory was that maybe he tells you there. Because when I, uh, I just knew it, so I just did it. And when I went to that room, there was nobody in there. Yeah, that room confused the crap out of me. Because I only went in it when there's none in there. Yeah. And it seems really important. Like a door shuts behind you. Yeah, it's like the green locked door, yeah. But nothing is in there ever. I went so, in that room at least six times. I'm pretty sure that if you get there when the gas is still in the room or whatever... 
then he's the one who gives you the hint because okay. I couldn't find it anywhere. I was like, I don't know how the hell you're supposed to figure this out. Well, even with the knowledge of what to do from the internet, finding <laughs> the right hallway is its own challenge. It can, yeah, because there's they all look the same. Exactly the same. And then you have to get the right pillar. But then you have to do something truly amazing. You, you have to equip button. the hammer. Yeah. And then, yes, you use a button you've never used before except for to get out of a menu. Well, you do use it to use your potions as well. It's the same, like if you select your that's potion. True. But that's the only other one. I mean, Well, I hadn't used a potion at this I, point either. <laughs> I, I used one. I don't remember where. But it does make a little kind of sound. So when you press the button, like a little ting or whatever. So there is that. But, but here's the problem. I had my sound muted at this point. <laughs> because the other thing we hadn't mentioned is that the music in the palace is so monotonous. That and there's one point in the song where it hits these high notes really close together. Well, man, the I mean, it's just the whatever the sound of you know of the master system. This game is using notes that you shouldn't for that. Like it, well, it gets bad, man. I did the music. The way they fit together, it sounds like your uh, game is locking up. Yeah, it, it does. Where I was like, whoa, what? Like, <laughs> so I at some point times. just muted it while I was in the, this part. I was like, oh, when I get to a boss, I'll unmute it, you know, get that pump up music again. But through here, heck no. So, yes, you must follow those exact steps. You, you need to find that right pillar. I mean, that correct pillar. It's mm -hmm. the fifth one from a door. I know that much. It's, yeah, it's like whichever. Yeah, it's the fifth one to, I guess you're right, uh, mm -hmm. to the east. And so, then... if you're like me, you know, around this area, just start h hitting every single pillar i mean every fifth pillar from a door eventually it'll it'll break this pillar and that solves your gas leak problem i guess yeah whatever so it is when you go back through that room you're cool just keep walking no problem now you do have to uh somewhere in that zone is like a crazy offshoot backtrack uh way to find luther and it's not even necessary right now no and what sucks is like i kept going out of my way where i was like i'm gonna go there and talk to him now so i don't have to come back and do it right but it doesn't matter because no. you will. Because he just tells some BS now. And yep. it's like, go on your way. Cool. Thanks. You do. Thanks, Luth. And then through that zone where the gas was, you get to your your next boss. Yeah, this... Uh, eyeball creature? Rock eye looking thing. That's what I thought it looked like. Um, he's not too bad. Uh, Which... What does he do? Um, I don't remember fighting him for very long. No, I, I just... And sadly, a lot of these battles were very late at night for me. <laughs> Well, it's like, does he shoot rocks out in the circle? Oh. Like, I just remember going around his edge, you know what I mean? Like, hitting him, like, like running laps around him. So he shoots out rocks, but it's uh, just a one at a time. And, oh, you know, yeah, it's kind yeah. of slow. So you can do an arc around him and lead them out and then run in, and clip him from the side, get a couple hits off on him. Yeah, this is where I was really laying in the uh, uh, counterclockwise uh, motion where I was just running kind of laps right around the edge of him and I was able to kill him pretty quick. Even without that strategy, I don't remember him putting up too much resistance to me. Mm -hmm. But you beat him, you get the rod, which does something yeah. in his tower. Yeah. I'm guessing it's like a key. Yeah, well, it's uh, one guy, I remember him talking to about it where he was like, there's uh that that key you have there's a rod made of it in the tower or something like it's similar to this other item you have but i mm. honestly don't know what it's for but then you also get the fifth book of ease yeah the this is the gemma book which your guy luther's last name is gemma so you're like hey i should probably backtrack about seven screens and find him but not yet because um you want to go get the monocle first i think you have to read the book Oh, that's right, because you don't know yeah. about him until you've gotten the monocle. Yeah, so it's like you keep going. This is where you get to your first uh, mirror maze, teleporting mirrors. Uh, 
Yeah, everyone hates those. Yeah. This one, I mean, they're not that big, though. No, there's only a few weird paths, so it's not It's not generally bad. like, if you choose wrong once, you can just be like, all right, I got it now. <laughs> like, yeah, and you can always go back, too. There's not, it's not like a weird thing where the one you went in now takes you to a different location or anything crazy yeah. like that. But, uh, yeah, you uh, you can't get the battle shield. and Which uh, I did. Here. Oh, yeah. It's pretty nice. Now, the problem with the, getting the battle shield and armor and maybe even the flame sword is that, A, it's guarded by some hard-ass enemies. Yeah. And, B, you have to put on the necklace and the ring to open the chest. The evil ring and that necklace. Oh, do you? Okay, I didn't even notice. Um, I must have just had it on. I, <laughs> I know at least with the armor, one of the two, because mm-hmm. it's... I kept running up to it, and you would open the chest, and then it would just teleport you to the beginning of the room. Oh, really? Okay. Until Man, you really? had the ring and the necklace on. Weird. Okay. Um, but yeah, so you get that, and then this is where you can rescue uh, the chick, Rhea, who mm-hmm. you got the harmonica back for. And she gives you a hint about using the evil ring to open this one door, and uh, gives you the monocle as well. Oh, she was a huge pain in the ass to get to, by the way, also. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the room. The enemies uh, in front of her are way faster than anything you've dealt with before. And uh, it's a very long hallway. It's really cool looking because you go out onto like a bridge. Oh, yeah. This is where, yeah, you go across the bridge. Yeah. And it's just, it's really cool looking. But man, the enemies are tough in there. It can be, yeah. Can't be a pain. But... And this is just a dead end. You talk to her and you got to like backtrack all the way back again. Well, this is where you start reading the books that you weren't able to translate before. And then you're like, you know, the last one's about um, Luther. You know, the Gemma family has this magic artifact. So you got to go back, backtrack all the way down to him, get this amulet, and then backtrack all the way back up to where you got the, the battle shield and then go a different way. Yes. And right past there is uh, the flame sword. Which is awesome, but you only get to use it for like five minutes. It's yeah, and I mean, you get the battle armor too. The flame sword's kind of cool. How the wall blows out in this one. You're walking down this hallway, and the wall like busts open, and these enemies start rolling out, and yeah. they're tough too. So oh yeah, I avoided most of them. I just ran in that room. Yeah, I was just like allure a couple of them out of the way, and then run in. Then the guys who are guarding the flame sword, you can wake them up one by one. Yeah, that's what I did. I, I like hit the first one, and then. Once I kind of beat him to the other side, it was like, if you run into the second guy, kind of bounce him back a bit, you can open the thing and then just run out. So I was able oh, to okay. get the sword without, because I was like, I'm not messing with these guys. I don't need XP. Right, right. Now, if you are going to mess with them, make sure you're using that timer ring. Oh, yeah. I, it was uh, almost exclusively used uh, for me through the whole tower. Um, yeah. These, especially up here, these guys are moving really fast. Like, their, their have speed is, like, as fast as you. So. Yeah. <laughs> But once you have that flame sword, you're going to have to deal with one more little um, mirror puzzle. Yep, yep. But this one's even dumber than the first one. Yeah, it's barely there. And right after that, you have what you may think is the final boss. Yes, maybe. But it's not. No, it's, uh, it is a pretty cool one, though. I mean, you get these two, like, uh, demon It's my heads. favorite boss that's not the final boss. It is a neat boss. Uh, you have two kind of demon heads. Different are, demon yeah. heads. And they both have these uh, orbs floating around them little uh, fireballs that circle them and uh well they start with four apiece and it's like you know you can stand in the enemy's head itself and it won't hurt you only the orbs will and then mm-hmm. you can only hurt them when the two heads cross and they only cross in the middle of the screen they're kind of bouncing around arkanoid style yeah the kind of the diagonal yeah so i don't know how you did this but i found that it was easiest to just stand on one of the heads yeah same here and then yeah. you know walk around with it as it bounced and then when it overlapped 
you are you are automatically attacking. And as you damage them, some of their orbs will go away, and then which it then makes it even easier. Really easy, yeah. Like so. I didn't understand that at all. I was like, wait, shouldn't this be opposite? Yeah, <laughs> they shouldn't start with no orbs and then get more, and then like, oh god, this is so hard. Yeah. You're... Instead of at the end, I'm like, oh, I can now just really saunter around these like, guys. It's on now, suckers. And boom, you've destroyed this duo of heads. Mm-hmm. But you have not ended the game. Not quite. You have another little stairway to go up. Yeah, and this is where you will finally come face to face with the Dark Dict. Yes. Himself. Uh, this is where you want to make sure you have equipped your silver items. Yes, and uh, I think someone someone tells you this. Somewhere yeah, there's the a hint in there uh, about it. Because even though statistically your battle weapons are all stronger, mm-hmm. your battle armor and all that stuff is better by the numbers... It's not here, man. It's not here. Even, uh, yeah, it doesn't look like it, but you are going to do more damage and take less damage if you're wearing all of the silver. I, I've fought him a couple times without my silver stuff because I forgot to switch it after I'd saved. Oh, okay. And I can attest to it. It does, at best, half as much damage, maybe even less. Like, it was like... Wow. It's uh, not even... Not fun. Don't mess with it. Go silver. So, Decked himself uh, is a large, caped evil dude yeah wizardy you get some horns right i think he flies around and there are fireballs that also fly around on the screen yeah he kind of moves in a diagonal pattern and the the area you're at is like a little square kind of platform in the middle of a room yeah now what makes this boss fight so interesting and hard is that every time you hit him and do damage the tile of the floor he was on falls Mm -hmm. away yeah and that is now a pit yes and while you can't run off it, um, if you're on one when it appears, like, you're dead. Right. The real thing you're worried about here is getting trapped into some corner or some area where you're like, I can't move, and now I'm just stuck. Yeah, I fought him twice. Okay. Uh, the first time I did get, I wasn't really, didn't know what was going on. And yeah, I realized yeah. I was getting super hemmed in. And I was like, yeah, whatever, I'm just going to quit. Start this again with a little more knowledge of how this fight works. Yeah. And then I tried to just kind of run around the ring, the outer rings. Sure, yeah, doing the edge style. Yeah, trying to keep the damage to the edges of the of the field more. That helps, yeah. I found that uh, one thing that um, sometimes you can get him where you can hit him like three or four times in a row. Mm-hmm. Like if you just line yourself up right as he's moving through, you can like blast him. Or, you know, sometimes he's in a corner and he'll bounce in, you get him and he bounces oh, back yeah, out. Oh, yeah, I got that one a few times. But it's like you can get multiple hits, but... If you hit him again before, you know, you'll get that little sparkle above mm-hmm. the floor where it'll disappear and you'll get the pit. If you can keep hitting him, like, that sparkle will move, like, and you'll only actually lose one spot on the floor. Oh, okay. So it, it's kind of hard to do, but I don't know. I, I feel like I wasted a lot of time trying to do these big grand charges where I, I would, like, wait and plot it out. Dodging his fireballs, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, now I'm going to get you. And So that was kind of cool. You see those things. You can't end up with less stuff. But I, once I stopped caring as much, I found it a lot easier, actually. Yeah, that's basically what I did. I would just kind of try to stay on him and hug the outside walls. And I didn't have any trouble with him that second time. Yeah, he's not uh, not too tough. Um, I mean, it took me a couple tries, but it was a boss that was a little tough. But I, I had fun fighting him, so I didn't really mind. Agreed. And once you have defeated him, the tiles return. The room is brought back to its proper state. Huzzah. And you receive the final book, the final book of of ease. Yeah, complete collection. You read it, and then you're taken right into a nice little wrap-up story. Yeah, um, you get, uh, you know, Aaron's leaving town, right? He's like the wandering swordsman. uh, 
he they, they allude to him having feelings for Fina, but which was not really talked about in the actual game, but more power to him. And then you get a nice little graphic. Yeah, classic sunset. And I'm going to, it's hard to say, it could be a sunset, could be a sunrise. I guess, yeah. I'm going to say it's a sunset, of course. And uh, it's really good. It's a nice little yeah. ending picture there. Well, it's good. It's like the same kind of quality as those portraits mm-hmm. in the buildings. And that's uh, they all look really good. And then you get this great little line I had to write down where it says, And some things will never be. Knowing this, Aaron, the swordsman, sets off on his next adventure. The end. Wah, wah. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool, and it's interesting too because uh, the sequel to this, Ease Two, Part Two, it starts right here. Like okay, like it's like your next quest is almost immediately after this one. Now, do you have the, all the equipment? I uh, know, and mysteriously, you're level one again. But it's <laughs> oh. like that's just how you know now, sequels went back then. Maybe we'll get to that. Who knows? But now it's time we get into the review portion of our show. And as always, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review Score that goes across four categories, with each category having a possible score from 0 to 5, starting with graphics and sound. So what, what, what did you rank this uh, graphics sound-wise, sir? I, you know, I actually gave it a 3.0. Okay, uh, I went 2.5. You know, I was on the fence, and, and I'll tell you why here. I thought these sprites are clear and bright, and I really, really, really like them. They are... Mm-hmm. They're just my favorite aspect of this game. I, I agree, and there's a pretty good variety of them as well. Uh, agreed. Now, the music is is mostly fun. You know, I really enjoyed a lot of it, and it did pump you up. It, mm-hmm. it got you going, got you in that adventuring mood. But at the end, man... But yeah, I mean, the the reason I was I thought about going down to the 2.5 is that music at the end and just the lack of animations. Yeah, I mean, while some of the music, usually the earlier music, it seems like the later in the game it gets, the, I like the music less. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, which is really like when you want to be jamming out the most. But it's like, the final tower is like half the game, and you just got that one song, the worst song, and it just punishes you for it. I, so that's why I went with 2.5. But, you know, I, it's the same thing. I love the sprites, and the portrait work is great. It's some of the best 8-bit stuff I've ever seen. Yeah, that portrait work, that's what knocked me from that 2.5 to the 3. I see, yeah. It's... But, you know, hopefully everyone is hearing that really awful song right now, and, <laughs> and they'll have to agree with us on at least that point. Well, next category is play control, Nick. Uh, I gave this a 2.5. And I gave it a 2.0. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I said you aren't expected to do much, but Lord, you are so slow. And you are definitely not what I would call a turner. <laughs> I didn't, uh, man, I mean, maybe it's just because I played it before, but I like, uh, I, I was like, there's not a lot to do in this game. It's just no. moving around. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I didn't really. And that's why I wanted to move faster. I, can, I mean, I thought it was just a normal speed. I just thought it seemed slower because of the way you have to get so close to the edge of the screen to move it. But I don't know. Um, it was easy. I mean, I like the combat in this game and the way it kind of works. I feel like uh, it could use a little more clarification maybe. But uh, right. I was able to, for the most part, when I wasn't just slacking off and running into guys, I was able to be like, all right, be careful. You can do this. But, you know, for me, the reason I also gave it such a low score was at the end, when you fighting these really quick enemies and you need to turn to you know get a different hit a different angle hit on them mm-hmm. 
it wasn't happening with any sort of skill on my side of things. I see. I would see. I mostly went for the like kind of like night charge where it's like I try to line myself up and then just run by them and like you know buzz. Oh, them. I did too. But there was the you know random experience where they would get too close or through me somehow, and then it was just like a ding 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 ding. Me and it, <laughs> it going to town. I'm just praying my life doesn't evaporate. It's weird. It, it reminds me of fighting dark nuts a lot in certain ways where it's like you got to get the right. You know, they're the way the, the a lot of the enemies move and change uh, uh, orientations quickly. You know, mm-hmm. you have to be ready for it. All right, Nick. Next category is the challenge factor. Um, I gave this a two point I'm just staring at Nick now, <laughs> slack jawed. Well, I I didn't think it was that easy. I gave well, it a three point five. Well, my big thing here is I was like, you have infinite saves whenever and wherever you want. So I'm like, you can always. There are some some tough parts. Don't get me wrong, but you can always restart like right there. You know, I felt the same way. I guess we just feel a little differently about it. You know, I said this game isn't that hard. Uh, with all the saves, but so much of it is soul crushing that if you don't save, it's then you have to go back. <laughs> or you know, just the parts where you're like, "How do I get to this room? How do I get past this boss? Oh, well, I gotta grind for an hour." Like there are certain the points, like when you had to backtrack to go to Luther, I was just like, "I'm, not, I'm taking a break." Like it made me so mad because I was like, "I don't want to go all the way down this tower, which isn't even that big, or it wouldn't be if you didn't have those stupid outside sections." Yeah, that's when I ended for the night as well because I had already gone up and down that tower about four times that evening. <laughs> so agreed for me. It's not the challenge and the, oh, can I get past this area? Right, right. It's the challenge of, will I sit down and do it again? Yeah. Well, Nick, our final category is theme and fun. And um, I gave this a 2.5. Oh, I actually scored higher than you, and I gave it a 3.0. Okay. Even though I found it extremely frustrating uh, and very annoyed by it at many <laughs> times, I, I still wanted to get through the game. I wanted to find out what the next area was. You know, yeah. I did want to keep discovering. Yeah, and, um, you know, some of my favorite parts of this game are the bosses. I think they're really fun for the most part. They're usually pretty easy, but uh, they're interesting and different enough from each other to where you, you at least have some sort of different approaches to fighting them. Yeah, and I thought you know, as repetitive as that final palace was, yeah. until then, everything did a great job of, of mixing it up, you know, I mean, giving if, you new locations and, and yeah. areas. So the theming-wise, like, oh, yeah, we are in the cave, and this feels like a cave. Yeah, and you can't see very far. I wish the tower, like, at least break it up into, like, three different colors or something. But Yeah, to me, that is where it definitely fell short, and that's why I didn't go any higher. I like the, I like your combat system. I think um, it's, uh, you know, again, this version of the game is a little rough around the edges, uh, so... Maybe it's, you know, like I said, my memories were colored by a different version, so... Uh, Maybe you know, when we it, go to... It's a little better, but... Part two will upgrade, who knows? Yeah. But for me, um, I just felt like I really wanted to keep moving. I wanted to fight again. I want to attack that guy. Like, everything about this game kept me involved until it broke me. Yeah. Well, it's it definitely is more like, if you think of action RPG, it's it's heavier on the action than you might realize at first. I know I didn't when I was young. I was comparing it to Zelda, and it doesn't have the same kind of feel. No. So it's like, you know, if you embrace the more just like, I'm running around and, you know, blasting into guys, like, I think it's a lot of fun in that regard. In that regard, I totally agree. So, Nick, should you play this game? I'm going to say no. Wow. Because uh, I, I think I love this game on the Turbo Graphics. Uh, oh, <laughs> it's okay. just a little rough here. I think this is not the best version. It's okay for 88. If it's the only one you can get your hands on for whatever reason, it's worth so, checking out. I put I don't know. 
I mean, I want people to experience this combat. Like, it's something I feel like everyone should check out that is, you know, a fan of old school gaming. On the other hand, um, I don't want to punish any of our listeners. <laughs> so I am going to say no. And um, I think that... Yeah. Is this our second double no? Maybe. Uh, I, like I said, I love After. this game. Play a different version. Um, <laughs> it's really good. I like a lot, you know, at least I'm only familiar with the first three Ease games, but I like them all. So yeah. I, I, I just uh, was kind of befuddled when we were first playing this because I was like, I remember liking this a lot more than I am, and yeah. I don't know why. Well, this game was re-released as uh, Ease 1 and 2 yeah. on the Turbo Graphics, the Saturn, and possibly the PlayStation 2 as well. I so, mean, I've read there's other there's a supposed to be a really good PSP version that was made localized even by... Even a Game Boy Advance port. Yeah, yeah. I See, I heard that one wasn't as good because... Okay. Nihon Falcon actually did the PSP one. Some other company. Well, then get on that PSP one, people. But get out there and play this, man. It's a, it's a good series, at least so far. But this isn't the best uh, representative, I, I suppose. Next week's game will be Kirby's Dreamland 2 on Game Boy and Super Game Boy. So find a copy of this game any way you can. Grab your controllers and play along, friends. And I know what you're saying. You guys, you messed something up. You you got something wrong. You know, if that's true, let us know. Just hit us up at cartridgecommand at gmail.com and we'll talk to you about it in the future. And now it's time for the oldest of podcast traditions. Please subscribe to the show on whatever podcasting app you listen to. Please like us on Facebook at Cartridge Command. You know, we like you. Follow us on the Twitter sphere at Cart Command. You know, if you're feeling generous, give some money to us on patreon.com slash cartridge command. It is our patrons that make this show possible, so thank you all so very much. Without you, the show may not exist anymore. Yeah, I don't have any rubies or sapphires to pawn off, so we need you. We do indeed. But as always, cartridge commandos, game on! Stopwatch didn't go off. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Weird.